here you are. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to another episode of the Lunatics Radio Hour, hosted by me, Abby Branker, along with my boyfriend, Alan Kudan. Hello. Hey, Alan. Hi. Sup? You know. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging, quarantined. Yeah. Things are... Talking about, I, I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know if people realize, but Alan doesn't know what the theme of the episode is going to be, so nope. he can be surprised. Yep. So all of the facts that he pulls out about the random topics are just things that are in his brain already. Yep. So we'll see if he has any facts about this random topic. Probably not. Here we go. Well, maybe. You usually do. Today, we are talking about... The Hauntings of Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Dun, dun, dun. Alcatraz, the, the prison off of the coast of San Francisco. Also the setting of one of the greatest movies ever made. See, so you'll have tons to say. <laughs> so in January of this year, 2020, I actually went to San Francisco for the first time mm -hmm. to visit my friend Matt, shout out to Matt. He's a listener and a patron and a collaborator. He wrote Midnight Visitor. And anyway, Matt and I went to college together, but we went, but a group of college friends of mine went out to to see our friend Tyler direct Little Shop of Horrors out there, mm -hmm. which was really, really fun and awesome. Shout out to Tyler. But one of the things we all decided was necessary to do in San Francisco was go to Alcatraz. Yeah. And it was certainly a highlight of the trip. Tell us about it. So. So, I mean, Alcatraz was a prison. Yeah. Decommissioned a while ago, right? Yes. 80s? Uh, I think earlier than that, honestly. 1800s? No, no, no. In the, in the 1900s. Um, and actually, I want to caveat. I did do a post about this on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about some of the same things. But then we're going to pivot here. Pivot. And talk about the hauntings. Okay. So we're going to go into some of the history first, but we're going to end with some of the hauntings, which I wish I had known when I was there. Yeah. But alas, I did not. I just remember the photos you took there, which look amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You could see them on uh, Patreon. Mm -hmm. So Alcatraz is a small island, 1.25 miles off the shore of San Francisco in the bay. It held prisoners since the Civil War, but was refortified as a maximum security prison in the 1930s. During active years, the island facilitated a lighthouse, a federal prison, a military prison, and a military fort. Now it's a great museum. Uh, though, the lighthouse is actually the oldest operating lighthouse on the West Coast. Huh, how about that? So essentially, you take a ferry out to the island, which is a really cool experience, especially because it's so like foggy and misty usually, or it was that day for us anyway. But one of the main reasons that Alcatraz is so notorious is the extreme conditions associated with it. So of course, A, it's on this tiny island right in the middle mm -hmm. of the water. So it's like, so you know, it's supposed to be like the Titanic, like impossible to sink, like impossible to escape from. Mm -hmm. Also being on a tiny island, the wind is really, really intense, right? The rough, icy water surrounding it makes it very, very harsh. Icy water? Isn't it the San Francisco Bay? Yeah, it's cold out there. Is it cold? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's warm sometimes, but San Francisco is not like... San Francisco is more like Seattle than I like LA. I just think California is always like... Not Northern warm California. Warm and beautiful. No, no. No, no. I personally have not been swimming in the Alcatraz. Have you been boats. to San Francisco? I have. I've been to Alcatraz. Oh. Wait, no. 
I saw Alcatraz. I didn't go yeah, to it. Sure. Because you can see it from a distance. Yeah, you can. So we can't talk about Alcatraz, though, without talking about this escape. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that quickly before we go into the hauntings. What was the movie? Escape from Alcatraz? Escape from Alcatraz. That's the one. I always think it's The Great Escape, but that's like a World War One something. Or a well, POW escape movie, right? Yeah. There is a... Yeah, yeah. Escape from Alcatraz. That's where they, like, they paint the heads yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, we're about to talk about oh, it. Oh, spoilers. Sorry, everyone. That's okay. Between its reopening in 1934 and when it closed in the 1960s, so there's the answer to your question, over 30 men tried to escape 14 times from the prison. 30 men try 14 times. Yeah, so so multi, some men tried multiple times. So as well, well, no, or as groups. Groups. Yeah. So like two people try to escape at once. Right. Got it. All of these potential escapees were caught or killed, with the exception of three men. The famous escape attempt happened in 1962, which was really really close to when the prison was shut down. Mm-hmm. John Anglin, his brother Clarence Anglin, yep. and Frank Morris were found missing after a routine morning check. In order to help trick the guards, the men left insanely creepy fake heads in their beds. These were made of plaster, paint, and real human hair. And you can actually see them if you go on the tour, mm-hmm. which I did and took photos of. They're really, really, really unnerving and creepy. Do they look real? No, they don't look real at all. They look like clowny and ridiculous. So they had some bad guards. Well, but they, the guards noticed that, that these were not real, but they escaped in the night. But the thing about it that's so weird is, like, the heads are big, like, bigger than human heads, but they have real hair, and, like, somehow they had, like, paint and stuff on them. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, they put in all this effort, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look realistic at all. Well, it looks like a, a clown mask or something. I mean, you know, they tried. They I, They tried. And I guess they succeeded. Yeah. So all you have to do to get out of prison is yeah. be bad at art. <laughs> so the escapees used tools. Uh, what kind of tools? A drill and a saw, which I'm not sure how they came across in prison, but good for them, I guess. In the tool shop. Yeah. They smuggled it. Right. I saw the movie. Oh, oh great. So they used them to loosen the air vents that were in their cells and widen the holes in the concrete. They were all able to slip out of their rooms through these widened vents. After they slipped out, they used cardboard and suitcases to block the holes from view. So it just looked like there was like shit in front of it. Mm -hmm. They climbed up pipes in a utility corridor and found their way to the roof of the building. And you can actually look at this utility corridor again if you go on the tour. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, definitely requires a lot of athleticism, I would say, to ascend to the top. I mean, yeah, but you're in prison. You're just getting jacked all the time. Right. At least that's what I would be doing if I was in prison. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to know. The men shimmied down a chimney, hopped a fence, and mm. made it to the water's edge under the cover of night. They had a raft made of raincoats, and that's it. And this is where the evidence ends. That's all you need. So it is still unknown if these men made it to the shore of San Francisco, if they escaped to Angel Island, which is also in the bay, or if they drowned in the harsh waters. There's actually a Mythbusters episode on this, even just looking, which like, even if you just look at the comments of that video, you can mm-hmm. see it on YouTube. It's like riddled with debate. It's like a really hot, hot button issue. Because it seems very possible. It's just very, very difficult. Well, especially because the raft was made of raincoats. Like, right. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, how, it's just how, amazing that they had a raft at all. Like swimming 1.5 miles or 1.25 miles, very doable. Kind of, but that's it's kind of far for, for someone who's not a trained swimmer. Right. But, you know, they clearly were, you said to yourself, they required some athleticism to just get to that point in the first place. Sure. These were fit people. Yeah. And it's like the determination to free yourself from yeah. that situation is going to carry you far. Yeah, that's true. But like, you know, it, the weather that night, like there's a lot of things that could have contributed, but there's no bodies found. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they did escape to San Francisco or to an island and nobody saw them, nobody reported like a missing car, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, and then wh- where did they make it to? Like to Mexico? Like they've never come up at all as missing. They're off the grid. They're off the grid. Yeah. I mean, I like to believe that they survived. So shall we talk about some of the hauntings of the prison? Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? I totally forgot we were talking about hauntings there. Oh, yeah. Well, I just thought we were talking about the fun idiosyncrasies of... Well, I wanted to tie it back to lunatics, you know? Yeah, I I mean, mean, it's already kind of spooky. It's about to get spookier. That's right. Okay. So, according to writers such as E. Floyd, and I'm, I'm doing quotes now, almost every guard or official who served there until it was shut down by Attorney General Robert Kennedy in the early 1960s experienced something out of the ordinary. End air quotes. Such as what? Well, <laughs> it is said that park rangers occasionally still reveal shocking supernatural secrets, according to Wikipedia. Most of these, so like their stories from literally like prisoners, park rangers, security guards, um, you know, like wardens, tourists like everyone has a story about this so there's a lot of reports for cold spots unseen fingers on the back of necks swinging cell block doors hearing crying or moaning Uh, there are a lot of reports of native american ghosts of prisoners walking in circles and disappearing what so the just a quick little caveat there was a native american occupation of the island i believe the 70s and after it closed yes i believe so okay and it's actually a huge thing when you go there now. There's there's huge like red paint um, that was part of that that they had like painted uh, slogans or you know like okay it was all kind of like about like Native American oppression and they took over this island. Got it. And so there's there's like a rich history. That's why it's it's kind of you'll notice throughout. You don't mess with the Native Americans. No, I, I mean don't mess with anybody, but especially yeah, not them. I mean the U.S. did significantly. Don't mess unless you're comfortable being haunted. It would make sense that rumors of spirits would accompany this harsh island prison. For starters, Alcatraz was notoriously strict. Any inmate who broke a prison rule would be stripped naked and sent to the strip cell. Oh. This cell was empty of all furniture, including no sink and no lights. Only a hole in the ground to use as a toilet. Okay. Can you fucking imagine? That sounds awful. Yeah. It's like solitary confinement, but totally amplified because you're naked there's no lights there's no furniture just really really dehumanizing really awful conditions It's like the worst version of sensory deprivation yeah it's horrific so let's get into some specific reports yeah the showers visitors report banjo music famous prisoner perhaps most famous prisoner al capone actually practiced his banjo in the shower because he was afraid of playing because he was afraid playing out in the open would get him killed now people report hearing faint banjo music in that area of the prison, like all of the time. Like it's, it's super well documented. Hmm. Multiple park rangers have also reported hearing banjo noises in the shower area. So it's not just tourists. Weird. 
cell 14 D, which I actually visited. Okay. I mean, I visited all these places, but I remember this one. A man died in this cell during the 1940s. Was it natural causes? <laughs> the story. What a good question, Alan. The story oh. goes that the night before he died, the prisoner kept yelling that a creature with glowing eyes was attacking him. He was found dead the following morning with a purple face, bulging eyes, and unidentified strangle marks around his throat. Now tourists report an overwhelming feeling of cold in that cell. Hmm. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think what do you think happened to the guy a demon killed him obviously a demon yeah who was this guy do you, do you know anything about him no do you think he was the scranton strangler <laughs> yeah just getting his just desserts yeah so cell blocks a b and c visitors report moaning and crying noises pretty typical haunting but once a psychic also claimed to encounter an evil spirit named Butcher here. And of course, an inmate nicknamed Butcher was assassinated here in the 1940s. Butcher. And, you know, th I'm, the psychic probably like could have researched that before she came and claimed. But what year was this? The night. Uh, well, Butcher was killed in the 40s. I'm not sure the year that the psychic came. I mean, if it's pre-internet, she would have had to go to the library. It's a lot of work. Or maybe she like stopped at the front desk on her way in. Oh, yeah. And ask them to pull some records. It's like, hey, do you know any people that are spooky here? Yeah. Uh, multiple prison guards reported seeing the spirit of a man with mutton chop sideburns mm. during a party wearing a gray suit and brimmed cap, leaving the room icy cold and extinguishing the fire in a Ben Franklin stove. What's a Ben Franklin stove? I think it's like a wood stove. So a quick Google reveals that a Ben Franklin stove reveal it, it looks like a um like a wood stove yeah slash fireplace mm -hmm. as in like it's a full-size fireplace inside a wood stove it's like a huge wood stove that you open up and you can see like the full fireplace oh interesting i don't know how else to describe that yeah it's like a big wood like a wood stove with a big opening yes like the whole front opens up right it's ba it's described as a metal lined fireplace i guess they're all metal lined though right I, I mean, it's yeah, made of metal. Okay, I mean, it's the whole the rabbit hole on Ben Franklin stoves just goes deep. We can do a whole episode on Ben Franklin stoves. Well, if you're an expert, write in, let us know. Films yeah. about lunatics at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, so, there's also Phantom Lighthouse that has been said to have emerged from the fog of San Francisco Bay. What? Yeah, I like that. Wait a minute. What? Different from the lighthouse that's already there. Yeah. Which is the oldest lighthouse on the West Coast. Right. This is a phantom lighthouse. But. Like has, in the middle of the, the waters. But still has nothing on the age of the lighthouses on the East Coast. Well, th that's just about like actual, physical, tangible lighthouses. Well, right. But I'm just saying, you know, New England represent. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, okay. So many prisoners have felt feeling watched by ghosts. Um, and I actually have a little bit of a story. Oh, so when we were there doing the tour, mm -hmm. we went into a cell and you could kind of like go into certain cells, you know, and explore at your own leisure. Mm -hmm. It's like an audio tour. So everyone's just kind of like milling about at their own pace. That's cool. Yeah. Do you push the button to advance it? Or is no, it just it's playing? just you have to, which we, you kind of like mess up. So we, we had to pause it for a while and reset. But anyway, so we went into the one cell that I went into mm -hmm. was a solitary confinement cell. And so I went in yeah. and I, and 
I think all of us went in. So it was Matt, Alex, Tyler, and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it felt overwhelmingly weird and we all felt it. Okay. Like Matt and I kind of like gave each other, it looks like this feels very upsetting to mm-hmm. be in here. And we kind of like lingered for a while to, you know, get the vibe to see if it lasted. And it did. And it was weird because, you know, it was a sunny, bright, like Saturday or Sunday morning. Like it was very bright out. Sure. But without any kind of like additional whatever, like the cell door was totally open Mm -hmm. and it was still so dark in there just because of the way the prison is built. Sure. So you already have that. And of course, like you're in this like metal jail cell, which you're not used to being can be very, you know, jarring. But there was some kind of like, I don't know, some weird vibe in there that we all picked up on. And so like when that door closes, it's just pitch black. I think there might have been like a slot, you know, like a like a tiny little like eye in the door or to the outside. No, to the door. And then like literally, if you look out the the door, you see like the huge, huge windows across of like the bay, which is why it's weird that it's so dark in there. Got it. And I took a photo of Matt in that in that in that cell and it's like a very haunted photo Hmm. that's my paranormal story i was hoping it was gonna have do it was gonna have something to do with um you exploring like the furnace area Mm. when there's a benjamin franklin stove no that's where in like the furnace area where sean connery has to like time out all his roles to get through all the flames in time so (laughs) he can like break out right and then team up with Nicolas Cage right. to stop the chemical bomb. Right. Best movie ever made. That's Escape from Alcatraz? No, that's The Rock. Oh, I was like, have you ever had, have you ever gone to like a, an old prison like that? No, not an old prison. Well, I've been to like old jails. Have you been to any kind of, what do you mean an j- old jail? Well, jail and prison are very different. Yeah, like you've been to like in Ireland, like the local jailers. I've never thing. been to Ireland. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out. But like, you know, like jail. spooky jailhouses that are like in courthouses and that kind of thing. You know, like temporary holding places. So I guess that concludes this episode. If you have an experience at a jail or otherwise with any sort of paranormal activity, please tell us your story. You can find us at filmsaboutlunatics at gmail.com and mm-hmm. we are all ears. Follow us at The Lunatics Project on Instagram, Films About Lunatics on YouTube, Patreon, and Etsy. We post tons of um, extra spooky content to Patreon. And yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. And we will see you very soon. Well, you'll hear us very soon again. Say new words. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like some bonus content, consider supporting us on Patreon to access our patron-exclusive podcast, Horror Movie Club. Also head to lunaticsproject.com to check out our spooky merch and apparel. You can find us at Lunatics Project on Twitter and TikTok, and The Lunatics Project on Instagram and YouTube, where you'll find our short horror films, cemetery tours, and so much more. And please rate and review. A little feedback goes a long way to help us grow and get more content out there. Our cover art is by Pilar Kep. And musical bumpers are by Michaela Papa and Jordan Moser.